What you focus on grows, sweetie. Correct. Well, Peace. Okay, cool. All right. Here we go. Do, 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 do. Here we go. My name's Todd. This is Kathy. Welcome back to another episode of Zen Parenting Radio. This is podcast number 370. Why listen to Zen Parenting Radio? Because you'll feel outstanding. And who doesn't want to feel outstanding, huh? I do. I just gave myself applause. That's great. Love it. Um, and always rem- remember our motto, which is that the best predictor of a child's well-being is a parent's self-understanding. On today's show, um, peace, not P-I-E-C-E. That's like a piece of cake. We're That's talking right about with me too. peace, like the peace sign. Mm-hmm. I'm giving you the peace sign right here, sweetie. I'm giving it back. Thank you. And then I'm going to play a quick clip from a podcast that I sometimes frequent called 10% Happier. By you frequent the podcast? I frequent the podcast. How about you frequently listen to? No, I frequent the podcast. That would mean like that you show up there. That's right. Um, I frequently listen to it. Yeah, you Is go. that better? Pretty much. And um, a few of Todd's quick takes. Oh, boy. And Are they tournaments of bad or are they really quick? T- I don't even know what a quick take is. Whatever, Russ. But what, it, but what is a quick take? What's that definition? I'm still developing what it means. <laughs> Just start calling things things and then build a story around it. That's oh. my plan. Okay, quick takes. Quick takes. Quick takes, quick takes. Um, so uh, you want to hear my first quick take? Sure. Um, what's up with uh, digitally remastered? Like, I was Are just... you like doing Seinfeld? <laughs> <laughs> How about Cliff from Cheers? Right. Drinking and driving. He was on Jeopardy. Or no, he did a stand-up thing. He did stand-up. Drinking and driving. What's up with that? What's up with that? Digitally remastered. You know, okay, so I was on my Sirius XM and it said, whatever, Pearl Jam 10, mm-hmm. digitally remastered. Correct. What does that mean? Sound quality is better and updated. That's what it means. Is it really, though? Well, they run it through some kind of... I mean, I remember listening to Pearl Jam 10 in college, and it came in pretty clearly through the CD. I think it is a version of like what HDTV is. When we watch a TV show, we don't think much about it, but then when you do it HD, you're like, wow, that's that's quality's good. I think it's a money-making thing. That's what I think. Okay. All right. A quick take. Quick take number two. I think these are tournament of bad. They're not tournaments of bad. They are a tournament of bad. Some of them are, but some of them are not. That's why I don't want to paint myself in a corner being something that it's not. Okay. Are you with me? I'm I'm right here. Are you with me, ladies and gentlemen? That's your... Tournament of bad. Tournament of bad. Tournament of bad. Um, Recycling plastic grocery bags. You told me that... They're so bad for the environment. They're so worthless that you can't recycle them. Uh, Not true. You can recycle them to be reused, meaning that Uh, you can go to Jewel and there's actually a box where you can put the bags in. I went to Jewel and I saw it. I'm like, oh, wow, we can recycle these things. But they're not recycling it. No. They're simply... Reusing it. Reusing it. Repurposing it. That's interesting because they... I was a bagger at Dominic's Uh in my high school days and I could... We had these like racks of plastic bags. So uh-huh. are they, I just wonder how that works. You know what? Honestly, I don't know. I know that that's a place that I can drop the bags off and we can also get, when Peapod comes, we can give them the bags from the first week. But I'm telling you, I know we have discussed this before it's on this show. It's worth discussing again. But I always bring, or always is a strong word, 98% of the time I bring my bags in. There mm-hmm. are times I forget and I'm like, okay. But I bring my bags into the grocery store or Target or wherever. And it it's never fails that certain things will end up being wrapped up in plastic bags that don't need to be. I like, know. I love, had, the, the baggers love using the plastic they're bags. They're just faster and more convenient, and I get it. Mm-hmm. It's just interesting that I'm bringing like 12 the, of these bags, and then I get home, and there's like a bag of apples inside a, a plastic bag. I know. that's in the bag of apples, like I'm not so great at it where, you know, some people bring bags for their bag of apples. Yeah. I actually am still using plastic for my bag of apples. So it's plastic inside plastic inside plastic. Makes it's no sense. It's crazy. And for any of us that don't, that haven't bought the dollar bags, I mean, it it, it is so much more practical. Mm-hmm. Like instead of 22 Plastic, plastic bags, bags yeah. you have like six of the good sturdy ones. Well, the sturdy ones that you got from your work. JVI. From JVI. They are these, uh, d- you know, reusable bags that can stand up. They yeah. actually have like a base to them yeah. and they haven't, they're insulated. Yeah. They are amazing. I have gone on like a week shopping trip, meaning like gone shopping lot. for the week. A lot of stuff. And only use three of them, Todd. <laughs> I know. And I'm walking with three bags of groceries where before that would have been like 15 plastic bags. And that's, it's just 
it's hard on my system a little bit. Like, you know, on the West Coast, they've banned them mm-hmm. and we're still using them so often. Public service announcement, go buy the dollar bags. And everybody. at least decrease. Like, we're not going to do it perfectly. There's times I go to Walgreens or wherever and I forget to bring in my bag and right. I get a plastic bag. Okay, so be it. But can we decrease mm-hmm. the amount of bags that we are taking in? Will you... Um talk about what we're going to do this Wednesday? Sure. Go ahead. Okay. Right. Uh, right what's our, what are we doing Wednesday? We're doing a talk at the Elmhurst Public Library. Is it what's the topic? It's uh find peace and focus on what matters. Awesome. And how would one go about registering for that? Okay. So if you are from Elmhurst, you can just go to the Elmhurst Public Library. Um, actually, do it. There's an easier way. Just go to zenparentingradio.com, click on events and you'll see it. Mm-hmm. You can click on it and register. But, and it's free, it's through the library, like you don't have to pay a dime. But if you are from out of town, um, meaning you do not have a Elmhurst Public Library card, you call 630-279-8696 to register. Again, it's still free for you. But they can't do it online, they no, gotta call. because you need a um, an Elmhurst Library card. Got it. And so, but again, the phone number, if you want to come and when I say from out of town, basically anywhere in the Chicagoland area, 630-279-8696. It's this Wednesday, April 19th at 7 p.m. Uh, find peace and focus on what matters. We should rename it. What? To keep your kids off drugs. <laughs> Why? Because I went to uh, one of the middle schools here in town had a seminar where the police officer comes and talks about, you know, drugs and a, a whole bunch of other things. Okay. And there was like 80 parents there. Yeah. Well, that scares parents, that drug thing. Fear is something that works. It does. And it's not something that you and I choose to uh, market. Well, but I don't think the cop is is doing that for a marketing push. I don't I, think he is either. Oh, right, right. I okay. think he's saying let's keep our ch- children, children healthy. off drugs. Right. But it's just the idea, like drugs, like then all of a sudden, like parents are going to stop what they're doing and go Got to the it. seminar. You so know it's I mean? effective. It's what very you're effective. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm kidding when I say let's rename. <laughs> but I have a feeling if we did take that. Uh, below that the approach. line approach, mm-hmm. we would get more people there. Right. But instead you call it peace. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it all depends on who you are and what you're looking for, because, it, you know, I believe that there's just as many people who are looking for finding peace as keep your kids off drugs. Like, or And I also believe there's a place for both. You know, I don't, like I said, I don't think this police officer was catering to our fear. I think he was saying, it, yeah, give peace a chance, baby. Go ahead. Yes. Well, what I'm saying is I think there's a place for both. I think we have to learn about both. It's kind of like last week when we talked about Chicago, and I got a little choked up about the Oprah show, and I, you know, I was saying how amazing Chicago is and how, you know, uh, some government officials haven't been speaking too highly of Chicago over the last year, and... I understand why, meaning Chicago has issues and there's violence and gang violence and we've got some serious issues, but we need to focus on both. Mm-hmm. We need to recognize we have issues and and things need to be done, but we have to have an alternative, which is we have to have the the joy and the peace and the the, you know, connection so we can have something else to to you know, rub up against. Right. And you know, when we're only focusing on the fear, you know, I actually drew something the other day um, after meditation, and it was a, a you know a stick person going down a ladder. And that the more fear we get into, the deeper we get into that hole, and the hole gets narrower. Mm-hmm. You know, like when you when you're in fear, it's very hard to see out the especially the further you get into that fear where you start to believe the things around you and all of a sudden you're in a deep dark narrow hole and i say narrow because it's very hard to see light like everything kind of caves in on you and um we have to be willing to we're always going to have fear so you can't beat yourself up for being afraid we have to we have to be fearless and i don't mean fear less i don't mean without fear okay fear Less. We have to fear. Fear less. is always yeah. going to be around. Correct. But it doesn't need to control you. So if you typically are afraid six hours a day, fear less. Maybe you're afraid four hours a day. Right. Or maybe you're afraid 
about three really big things in a day, maybe you decide that one of those things is really not worth being fearful over. And someone will say, Todd, how do I do that? And breathing breathing is one thing. And it's those steps. Like for me, drawing those pictures really helps me get an image because basically what happens is when I hear something or experience something and I become afraid, I feel myself starting to go down those steps, right? So my memory or my thought process for myself is keep your head above that hole. Like you're afraid Mm -hmm. and you can honor fear, you know, sometimes it's there for a reason to motivate you or to recognize your boundaries, but keep looking at the sun, like stay focused on what's working because that's the thing that'll pull you out of the hole. And when you're focusing on what's working, you're much more expansive in your thinking. So expansive thinking and creative thinking and using your imagination and seeing the possibility actually not only shifts the way you look at things, but gives you other options. Going down into that deep fear hole gives you zero options because basically what you're saying, and this is why you and I are so, we get so triggered by contrarians Mm -hmm. because it's this constant feeling or cynicism, not contrarian, cynicism, sometimes contrarians too, but cynicism is basically like, why bother? There's nothing else to see here. You know, this is all there is. Everyone's corrupt. Everything's bad. Everything sucks. And they're so in the deep, dark hole um, that that they try to come off as being knowing. Yeah. Like, believe me, I know. But truthfully, they're just in a narrow, dark hole. Right. The people I like to talk to are people who say, yes, these things are happening. Because I also don't like the people who say, no, look at it through the spiritual perspective. None of it's happening. Yeah, it is. I mean, I, I, I believe my feet are on the ground and I'm living here and I'm seeing it happening. But I also s- simultaneously believe there are solutions I believe there are often spiritual solutions and awful, uh, uh, often mental solutions, and sometimes we have to come together to create a new solution or shift a dynamic. Um, and we can't control everything. Nope. There are some things that are going on that we maybe can't, you know, I can't go to Washington, D.C. right now and shift something. But what I can do is I can focus on my family. I can focus on the people around me. I can focus on doing this show. I can focus on writing. I can focus on being kind. Can I tell you a kindness story, Toddy? Please. You ready? I am. Okay. So JC and I took a walk this morning, 80 degrees in Chicago, people. Mm. Oh my gosh. It is so gorgeous today. I didn't know it was take a warm for a walk week. <laughs> Who says that? Not Johnny. It's our little friend, Danielle. Uh, no, it's the guy who says, get him a body bag. Get him a body yeah. bag. <laughs> but he's got a name. It's like Duke or Punk or no, something. No, you're thinking of uh, Duke. It's not Duke. I know. Now I'm going to have to look it up. Yes. But he's not the one who says it. Oh, I'm he's Dutch. Not? You're thinking Dutch. of Dutch. Yeah, who's Dutch? Dutch is the kid with the blonde hair. And he's like, it's our little friend, Danielle. But you just said, said that quote. It's and not it him. Him. No, okay. it's the get him a body bag guy who says it. And I don't know that guy's name. Yeah, he's like- We're guy, talking about Karate Kid, by the way. He's got zero compassion, that kid. Yeah. Okay, so- Anyway, I was JC and I took a walk downtown and I brought just my phone and my credit card because we were just going to go to Starbucks. So we walked back and I put my phone down and I thought I had set my my credit card down, but long story short, I couldn't find my credit card. And it drives me crazy because I'm I don't like to lose things. And by the way, Toddy, I found my earphones. Oh nice. Yes, I found those two. Two for two so, this afternoon. Yeah. So in like a 30 minute period of time, I thought I lost my Bluetooth headphones and I lost my credit card. And as you guys know, losing a credit card is not just about losing the card. It's connected to Amazon. It's Pain connected to bills. I mean, and I just didn't want to do that to myself or Todd. Um so I basically I said, okay, are we gonna if we don't call right now or we going to have a problem? And Todd's like, we can wait on it a little bit. And so I just kind of, I was doing a project in the garage and I thought, well, I'll just count on the goodness of people because either I misplaced it and I'm going to find it or someone's going to find it. And all of a sudden I'm in the garage, have my earphones on and a woman's like waving me down. And I'm like, yeah. And she goes, is this yours? And she said, my son, there's soccer games at the end of our block. And she said, my son just found this in the parkway. And I gave her a huge hug and she has no idea (laughs) I am. She's like, um, thanks, lady. Yeah. Um, Sweetie, you're a hugger. But uh, I was so thankful. And I told her, I said, I, I couldn't find it. And I counted on the goodness of people. And you just helped me out. So I want to tease real quick. We have a new thing that we're going to offer to our listeners yes. called Zen Talks. Zen Talks. So we're going to talk about that at the end of the show. I'm just teasing it a little bit. Oh, I want to talk about it now. All right, fine. Talk about it right now. What are Zen Talks? <laughs> okay. So... Basically, the feedback we've been getting from people is either do more shows Mm -hmm. 
or do something live mm-hmm. where we can ask you questions. So we're kind of doing a mixture of that. We're obviously not going to do more podcasts, but what we're going to do is three times a month, we are going to do a um, basically a live talk that right. Todd and I, it's kind of, it's it's not Facebook Live, it's through something called Zoom, but it's very similar, where it's going, it's like a webinar or whatever, where we are on the screen, and you, you know, you click on a link, and you're there too, and basically we are going to, three times a month, talk about things. So, they're called Zen Talks, they're going to be about 35 minutes, they will be live, um, we're also going to record them. So if you decide that this is something you want to do and you want to subscribe to this, you, of course, we want you on the live talk, but if you're not going to be there, we will send you the link so you can watch it. So it's you, if you're like, oh, I've, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it at that time, it's okay, we'll send it to you. Um, and we're going to do, in May, we are going to talk about awareness. So the first day we'll talk about on May 10th, it's self-awareness. You guys don't have to write all this down. Don't worry. I'm just giving you examples. May 15th, it's marriage and relationship awareness. And May 26th is parenting awareness. And then in June, it's mindfulness. Same thing. You know, personal mindfulness. Then marriage, relationship, mindfulness, parenting, mindfulness. July is compassion. And August is change. Nice. And so I want the reason that we've already figured out the whole summer is because if you decide you want to do this, you actually subscribe. So instead of just paying like a, you know, um, having to re-up every yeah. month, when you sign up, you actually subscribe to this. So it's kind of like a... How much is it? It's $25 a month. Okay, so, so it's basically new podcast. It's 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 an it's kind of like a podcast, but it's a little more interactive because people have the ability to... To talk to us. Well, first of all, it's video, so yes. you're seeing us. Second of all, um, you can do... It, it's chat. There's chat, so you can type questions to right. us. So basically, when you log on, you're either on your own computer and on a screen, or you can actually call in a number. Whereas the podcast is all one side. It's us talking, you guys listening. With this, right. it's interactive. Correct. And we'll obviously show up with something that we want to say. Mm-hmm. It'll be planned, but it, with the interaction with your questions... And so we're kind of hoping that this is solving, not solving, but offering something that you guys have been asking for. How do you sign up for it? So this is what you do. You go to um, zenparentingradio.com and you click on events. Mm -hmm. It's under events and it's called Zen Talks with Todd and Kathy. You actually just click on the link and it explains everything I just explained to you. Um, And it gives you more details so you can read about, you know, what's happening when, what the dates are. And then it just says subscribe. So you click on subscribe, you know, you you put all your uh, credit card information in there. And here's the key, you guys. Obviously, when you pay, you've paid for a month and you're you're subscribed. So you're going to get all four of these months. But if for whatever reason, after a month, you decide you want to unsubscribe, you can. Yep. So don't feel as if, oh, my gosh, I just did this and now I can't get out of it. You know, you'll when you do it, you definitely buy a month, but then you can either just stick with us for four months and I guarantee you they're going to be interesting and good. Yep. Or you can decide, you can just stop, you know, stop whatever you want. So we're, you know, there's that. But um, so anyway, basically, you will, once you subscribe, you will get your first link to join our first talk. So it's super easy on your side, meaning it's not like you have to become some kind of webinar expert. You get an email and you have clickable You click links. on it. Like it's that easy. And all talks there, it's through Zoom. Zoom and they're recorded. So after we do it, we're going to send it to everybody who's subscribed. So for the people who were there live, you can see it again. Or for the people who missed it, you will get it. Um, you obviously can ask questions via chat. You just type them to us. And um, you can unsubscribe at any time. It's We tried to make this so simple for you and for us. Um, and as you guys know, we're very tangential. So even though that May is about awareness... Who knows we'll where talk we'll about, go? We'll talk about anything. We'll talk about what you guys need us to talk about. So um, again, uh, May is awareness. June is mindfulness. July is compassion. August is change. And please join us because this is just an opportunity for us to interact with you more often um, than through Facebook and email. Uh, and it's kind of like a club. Yeah. You know, we're all gathering together. The Zen Talk Club. Yeah. So uh, we have a new partner. I know. I'm very excited about yes. our new partner. So the name of the website is canvaspeople.com. So what's canvaspeople.com? 
basically you take uh, pictures either from your phone or your camera that you uploaded on your computer. And what they do is it's an easy to use photo to canvas service that takes your favorite photo memories and turns them into beautiful artwork for you to enjoy every single day. So we all take a million pictures. Obviously, we've talked about that on our podcast. Yes. Like, you know, when you're enjoying a moment, God forbid you actually enjoy the moment and not take a picture. Instead, we're all as parents are up there with the, with our cameras, with our phones uh, taking it. So do something with it. So canvaspeople.com, um, you, it's very simple. I actually just ordered my first print, uh, one of Cameron's uh, photography. So one, of, so one of our daughters, our middle daughter, loves to take pictures, and she takes really unique pictures, like really close-ups on things, and, and she wants these prints for her room. So this yeah. worked out perfectly. Yeah, so, um, so canvaspeople.com, they've been around a while. Uh, they've already served over a million customers, so this is not any startup. They are established, and mm-hmm. they are reliable. Um, but here's the thing. This is what I couldn't believe. Um, I actually thought it was a misprint, but it turns out it's not. For our listeners, um, you can get an 11 by 14 canvas. It's traditionally priced at $69.99, and they have a limited time offer for one free 11 by 14 canvas. So, so wait all, a second. So it's $16.95. $16.99 is what it usually is. What it usually is, and they're saying they're going to do it If you use this promo free. code 1919-1919, it's just four digits, 1919. Yeah. They get it for free. All they got to do is pay for shipping. So then how is Canvas people going to get money from people's... Great question. They think that the service is so awesome that you're going to use it once and then you're going to come back and use it again. I like it. Repeat customers. And as you know, my um, nickname is Thrifty McSaves a lot. So Thrifty McSaves a lot likes this a lot. So it's canvaspeople.com. All you got to do is type in the promo code that they're offering to just our listeners, 1919. So it's 1919. You'll get a free 11 by 14 canvas from your phone. You should play that 19 song. 19, 19. It's probably not appropriate because it's about war. Totally. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. That it's just, that's such an 80s song. Like the 80s was so, now in hindsight, it's so political. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like we, we, we didn't know what we were singing and dancing to when you were a teen. I think the part is the average American soldier in Vietnam was 19, 19, That's right. That is crazy. That is crazy. And you know, I know who sang that song too, if we can call it singing. Who? Paul Hardcastle. Oh my gosh. Isn't Why that do you scary? Know? I don't know. N- n- 19. A little so, stutter. Sweetie, quick movie line? Yes. It's chicken again! Chicken coming in, chicken again kills me! <laughs> What's that from? A fish called Wanda? Very good, sweetie. Well, you know, stutter. Well done. What about this one? Okay. I gotta take a stand. I gotta take a stand against him. I am not going to sit on my ass as the events that affect me unfold to determine the course of my life. I'm going to take a stand. What is it? Uh, That is Ferris Bueller. Yep. I said it before and I'll say it again. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. Very good, sweetie. I think you've gotten them all. Um, So... Funny, I was sure. watching 30 Rock the other night. And, Imagine that. <laughs> and JC came in, and it's the 30 Rock. It's a season finale. I think it's third or fourth season, and it, uh, it's called Cooter, and it has Matthew Broderick in it. Yeah. And um, JC came in, and she was kind of watching it. She's like, who is that? And I'm like, that's Matthew Broderick. And she's like, is that Ferris? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's fair. It, and we were also watching- Looks a lot different. So I used to love The Good Wife, and I just want to give a shout out because there's this channel called CBS Access, and they're doing a show called The Good Fight, which is a continuation of The Good Wife. Same characters without Juliana Margulies, Chris Noth, and a few others. Correct. No Alicia, but ev- but most other people are there. And Matthew Perry, who was someone who was on The Good Wife, he was on an episode I was watching the other night, and Cameron came in, who's so into Friends, mm-hmm. and she she was like, is that Chandler? And it's why it's so funny is because um, I was just listening to an interview with Courtney Cox mm-hmm. on Sam Jones, yeah. the podcast I love. It's called Off Camera with Sam Jones. And Courtney Cox was saying that when people do see them, yeah. all the friends out in the world, she said sometimes we are disappointing to them because yeah. we are not who they are seeing on TV, you know, and so we are, you know, they're in their 40s and 50s. Um, but that's just, you know, people get stuck in time. Right. Except for Jennifer Aniston. She might as well be 30. Yeah. For crying in the dark. Up. She must be 
drinking some Fountain of Youth water know, or something like I that. Um, so Dan Harris is a podcaster, and he interviewed a guy named Daniel Goleman. Who's Daniel Goleman, sweetheart? Well, he's he wrote Emotional Intelligence, and we actually last year tried to get him as a speaker at our conference, and we didn't. We were not successful. He he's wonderful. Um, he is basically the pioneer of, even though people have been talking about emotional and social development forever, um, he's the one who coined emotional intelligence and wrote about it. I think in the late '80s, early '90s, and it's still this is how long it's taking, right? Um, but he also is really good friends with the Dalai Lama. Did you know that the Lama? Yeah. He talked about it in the interview. Did he really? Yeah. And do you remember, um, I quizzed you on what the four kind of pillars of his book are right. re- regarding emotional intelligence. You remember what they are? I do. Uh, awareness, self-awareness. Self-awareness. Um, self-management. Number two. Um, self-awareness, self-management. Compassion? No. Nope. No. Um, I don't remember the last two. Empathy? Of course, yeah. And relationships. Some of uh, putting it together in relationships. You know what? Yes. Relationships is the key because we can't be emotionally intelligent in isolation. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like the only way we're going to know our emotional intelligence is if is we're how challenged we're by to some other, other human being. Mm-hmm. So this is just a quick minute from the end of the interview, but I, you know, we always like to be resources for our listeners. Uh, Dan Harris has his podcast that I listen to quite often. And this is a quick minute um, of those, of these two chatting it up. Uh, but but I take very seriously the idea of my highest goal for him is to be a, a good guy. He's talking about his two-year-old son. So his highest goal is for his two-year-old son to be a good guy. Okay. Right. And I don't yeah, know how. See, you are the your child's coach. Every parent is a child's yeah. coach and mentor. And in every little interaction, you're teaching something about how to be a human being. So you're doing it naturally. It's called good enough parenting. So if you're if if you uh, create what's called a secure base for your child, where he knows uh, that you care about him, that you tune into him, you notice what's going on in him, that you'll protect him, that he can trust you, that creates a core of security that your child will bring into every relationship through life. So just by being a good enough parent. You're already helping your child become emotionally intelligent. But what I saw is that, you know, there are a lot of... Now he goes on to keep on talking, but that is the, that's the gist. I love that. Good enough parenting. Well, and that comes from Winnicott. Oh, does it? He took that from... Who's Winnicott? So D.W. Winnicott is, was a psychologist who, a uh, therapist who worked with a lot of women. Um, what, is and, he too cool to use his first name? <laughs> D.W. I'm T.J. Adams then. As of now, I'm T.J. Adams. <laughs> there you go. You can use that. Who are you? Um, I would be C.C. Hey, C.C. Adams, yeah. Okay, C.C. Adams. Okay. Who's Winnicott? Winnicott is, he's a psychologist and he he was a therapist. He worked primarily with women and the women were mothers. And what he found from them is they carried a lot of guilt and a lot of shame about their parenting. Mothers carried guilt? (laughs) Shocking, right? Shocking. And what he developed, the language he developed was good enough mother, Mm -hmm. which basically means if you're not doing things perfectly, you're not harming them because perfection is not reality and no human being can do everything perfectly perfect. But if you're good enough, if you're showing up, if you're not neglectful, if you're not abusive and you're responsible and conscious of your behavior, you will raise healthy adults. Yeah. And so, and healthy, healthy children becoming healthy adults. And so he's just, everything is not new, meaning yeah. that he's piggybacking off that idea. Nor is anything we're talking about new. We're taking what other people have written, putting our own spin on it. Like it's all the same stuff. And I love this because it's just another way of, exa- of of explaining what it is that we're trying to convey on this podcast. And that's so important to understand that I think we forget that, that we think we're like teaching in a bubble, mm-hmm. like as if our children are not noticing our behavior or how we interact and then whatever words we're sharing with them is actually what they're going to learn. And as we always say on the show, the way our children learn is by watching how we live. You know, that's the title of my book, you know, live what you want your kids to learn. Like you actually have to be what you are asking them to be. Um, And within being that you're also have failures and you're taking risks that don't work out and you're maybe yelling when you don't mean to, and you're being a human being, but you're taking responsibility for it because that's what our kids need to understand is not how to be perfect, but how to be a fallible human being. And we demonstrate that. So that's what he's saying is if you want your kid to grow up to be a good guy, you don't just cross your fingers and hope. You you be a good guy. 
Well, what I got out of this more than anything is we kind of think as parents that uh, there's certain teachable moments Mm -hmm. when we kind of sit down across a table from our kid and we, you know, teach them this wonderful lesson or Mm -hmm. whatever. And this goes back to what Rob Bell talked about at our conference, which was, you know, you want to be teaching your kid good or bad. You're teaching them all All the the time, time. Mm -hmm. regardless of whether or not you're intending to teach them anything. Right. They, by by them observing you, mm-hmm. you are teaching them. Mm-hmm. The question is, what are you teaching them by having them observe you? Are you coming at something from a place of love and compassion? Or are you coming at a place of fear and anger? Because if that's the case, and there's, and it's not like fear and anger are bad, as we've said on this podcast a million times, but there's patterns. And if in your house, it's a fearful house or an angry household, that's kind of what you're teaching your kid. You know, I, I had an experience the other night um, after you guys were doing the eggs for Easter. Yeah. And I had an experience where I heard myself come out of Skylar. Mm. So Cameron came in and she was on the hoverboard, of course. Todd got a hoverboard for our conference. Yeah. You guys may know this. And now it's in our house yeah. and it's constantly being used. Yeah. And I think it's ruining the wood floors. It's not. It's fine. Okay. So uh, it's fine because everyone loves it except me. So it's it's cool. I'm, Mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. No, I don't like that. That's not true. Me neither. Happy wife, happy life. How about everybody being listened to, everybody healthy? How's that? It's not very catchy, <laughs> Just sweetie. rhyme. No. Okay. Anyway, I was at my computer. Cameron came up, picked up an egg, and dropped it. Hmm. And she, I heard, I heard it go, you know, yeah. it's almost like listening to a podcast. Like right. I could hear everything that was happening. She goes, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, Skylar. I am so sorry. I picked it up. I dropped it like full responsibility. Yeah. And Cameron's like, and I heard Skylar go, what? She was kind of in the other part of the room. And she goes, what happened? And Cameron goes, Skylar, I'm so sorry. I dropped it. And Cameron, and Skylar walked over. She goes, oh, that's okay. That one was yours. It's fine. Oh. And you guys may say, great, great story, Kathy. But when the kids drop something or when they spill something or whatever, there's really no reaction to it. Yeah. We And again, over time, I'm sure maybe there was when they were really little and I was like on pins and needles all the time. But I there's no there's no response to it because it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. And there's no need to shame and guilt our kids about that kind of thing. And and when Skylar did that, I mean, it was kind of funny because she's like, don't worry about it. That one was yours, yeah. which was humor. It would have been that funny worked. how her reaction would have been had it been one of her eggs that she colored. Well, and I kind of think she was being funny. I don't think she was because mm. she colored all of them. Yeah. Right? But, no, but she designated which ones were mine. Oh, she had. Oh, yeah. Okay. So maybe that one really was hers yeah, and she, she just yeah. didn't <laughs> well, either way, yeah. there was very little response. <laughs> right. And you're right. Maybe if it would have been another one, she would have been more upset and I would not be telling this story. Yeah. Um, that we'll would never be, know. That's very fair to point out. But I also just, it, it was nice. Mm. I was like, and I, I had the moment of what you're talking about where I felt that connection yep. is that how we respond to things is how our kids will respond to other people with things. So... You know, like, for example, um, I one of my kids was talking about doing something by herself and she likes to go do something by herself. And she she's a lot like me. And so she, you know, likes to spend time alone. And she was saying how there were some people that she was talking to at school who were saying to her, why would you want to go be by yourself? Aren't you lonely? Aren't, isn't that don't you feel uncomfortable? Don't you feel like you're like a loser when you're by yourself? And I remember thinking that when I was little. Well, and I think that the reason well, you don't have any friends, right? Right. And, and I think, unfortunately, and again, people listening, you guys can kind of, you know, search your own soul for this. But I think a lot of parents do that to their kids. I think there's a lot of, why don't you call someone? Where are your friends? And why would a parent ever say that? Because they're nervous for their own kid or they can't spend any time alone. I think it's more like, oh, I, I want my kid to fit in with a bunch of friends when, in fact, maybe your kid isn't supposed to fit in with a bunch of friends right now. Maybe your kid's supposed to have one friend or two friends instead of a whole group. Group. Well, and I think that's the key word and is we say this a lot in women's circle. My friend Rita always says this is maybe right now yeah. she doesn't need to be with people. It doesn't mean she never needs to be with people. She loves her friends and loves being with people, but she also loves to be alone and to feel criticized or judged because right now she wants to be alone is not healthy. Now, she was able to come home and tell me that story and we were able to kind of talk it through and she's going to have to make her own decisions. You know, right. she's in middle school, so there, I, it doesn't matter to me either way. It's just I wanted her to know people saying that to her is less about her and more of a reflection of their worries. 
issues. Yep. And, you know, they are saying that to her because they're like, I would feel lonely. I would feel like a loser. Right. And it's not really about her. And like I said, that could be coming from the kid completely. But I think a lot of times parents are doing that to their kids. I think there's a lot of, like you said, fear about I don't want my kid to be by themselves. They should always be social. And we that's our own misconception. We're passing down our baggage. Correct. My sweetheart. Correct. That's what we're doing. Can I talk about, are you moving on to another topic, Toddy? Let's talk about peace. Okay, before I talk about peace, I want to talk about something called the 10,000 campaign. Can oh, okay. I talk about that? Please. So, Okay, so you guys, here's the thing. In pod, in the world of podcasting, Todd and I have been in the world of podcasting for a very long time. About since six and a half years. Almost seven years, yeah. So before it was kind of a thing, we were doing our thing, and, and now this podcasting world is crazy. I yeah. mean, there's just any, anybody who's got a show Many or- Many more podcasts out there. A, you know, therapist or business or coach, everybody's got a podcast, which is as it should be. That's not a judgment because we knew it was going to explode. But what happens now is you've got all these podcasts out there, and there's this magic number with podcasting, which is 10,000 downloads a podcast or per, per, per episode. episode. So not 10,000 podcast or uh, downloads overall, but 10,000 each podcast. Each podcast. So like this show you're listening to, the expectation is for it to be a successful and easy to find show. Yeah. You need to down. It needs to be downloaded ten thousand times. Todd and I um, average it, anywhere between six and seven thousand. Six and seven thousand, which is great. We're Love so Love it. We're like in the eight percent, uh, top eight percent. Like we would not be there if it wouldn't be for you listening. Right correct. Now. So we're very at peace and very happy with um, the success of this podcast and the people we reach. Um, so I just want to say that first, as we're in gratitude. My butt is. There's this whole thing about being found on iTunes and being, you know, uh, a podcast that can be easy to reach. You have to have 10,000. And so Todd and I were like, okay, how are we going to do this? And because I am very averse to any kind of like gross marketing, we have to count on you guys. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we got to do grassroots. We do whisper marketing. Yeah. We're is what it's called. And part of it is just us showing up and doing the best we can. It's not about you doing all the work. We're going to do the legwork of putting out good shows that you'll feel proud of listening to and proud of sharing. But these are the things we're going to ask you to do. So for Todd and I, in our office, it's going to say 10,000 campaign because once we get there, we will be much easier to find. And here's the thing. Are we going to have a rager? Yeah, let's we'll have a rager. Yeah. What does that mean? Can I go to bed Huge early? Huge party. Okay. No. Let's start it at five so I can be done by nine. <laughs> okay. So here's here's how we came to this. We were talking about how do we make a difference? You remember how we were talking about, you know, we want to be a force for good. Well, if you want to be a force for good, you have to reach people. You know, you, you can't just do it in your bubble. You have to, if you really want to reach people, how do you do that? So, you know, how do you become a force for good? How do you help people feel outstanding? You have to reach people. So- we're reaching somewhere between 6,000 and 7,000, you know, people a podcast. So let's find 3,000 more. How? Um, if you guys are listening to this podcast and it's me and you're thinking of somebody, you're like, I wish so-and-so would listen to this or my friend would like this show or even I'm going to forward this to my partner or forward it to them, you know, send it to them, email it to them. The easiest way to do this is to go to our website, um, sendparentingradio.com and actually subscribe to the podcast because then you will get the podcast in your inbox and then it's easy to forward. So that's one way to do it. That's the best way to do it. Another way you can do it, if, if you listen on your phone, which most people listen uh, on their phone, I don't know what Androids are like, but on Apple, on your iPhone, there's uh, three dots on you. There's a little arrow at the lower left hand part of the screen, and it's an arrow up, and it's a way to share. So you can. It is. Uh, did you say it's just on Android? Or I don't know if it's an Android. Android. I know it's on an iPhone. Okay, so you can share that way if you're tech savvy. Yeah. If you're not super tech savvy, but you're on social networking, I am going to. As you guys know, who are on Facebook, I always post the show on Facebook, and I'm going to start posting it on Instagram. All you have to do is tag somebody mm -hmm. underneath the show. So if there's somebody that you think you would, you know, to remind them to listen or to tell them about the show, you don't have to write anything long. You just tag their name so they look at it and you can even say I thought of you you know because we have all these different topics so there's there's put it this way when I'm doing a show there's always people I'm thinking of right. like they would appreciate this show um, and then the last thing you can do that's really simple is you can subscribe on um, iTunes or write a review on iTunes the reviews always help um, I don't know if that gets us to 10,000 any faster but it might yeah. so we're calling it the 10,000 campaign again it's grassroots but if once Todd and I are there 
things change as far as being able to find us. Yeah. So it's really nothing happens like, you know, it's not like other any, than the rager we're going to have <laughs> other than the early 5 p.m. rager, <laughs> me going to bed at nine. <laughs> so nothing really changes except that people can access our show better. And again, we're already very thankful to, for where we are. Speaking of going to bed at nine, we have dinner plans tonight. I know. And I got to get in the shower. We have it's 435 right now. Is it really? We have to be there by six. Oh, yikes. How much time does my sweetheart need to get ready? I need not that much time. Because we got to leave at 530. Okay. So can I do peace for at least five minutes? Sure. Okay. So peace. So again, our library talk is, um, you know, the tomorrow night is find peace and focus on what matters. And so I was thinking about peace and you know, follow. So walk through this with me, Todd, because I always like to have you as like, I'm walking if this makes sense. So peace is internal and it's not external. Uh, well, you can have external peace. How? Tell me how you have external peace. I'll give you an example. Right. I'm sitting in my basement right now uh-huh. and it's relatively peaceful. If but is the is the basement peaceful or is the way you're experiencing the basement my peaceful? My kids, if my kids were down here doing jumping jacks and screaming at me, that would not be peaceful. Except there are some people that even in that place, they could feel peaceful. Even, With kids screaming at you doing jumping jacks? Well, the screaming, jumping, it might be tough. but what Is I'm, it possible? Of course. Uh, it, I, less I, likely. Less likely. And I I do give you the fact that like being outside in nice weather is very peaceful. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, being watching a sunset is peaceful. It's not that nothing external adds to it. It's not that there's, it's not that that doesn't help. It's that peaceful, being peaceful is really an internal process. And I say that because I believe it's something that we have to be willing to do some legwork on. Like, I think sometimes we think peace is going to just come to us and someone's going to sprinkle fairy dust on us and we're going to feel peace. And I feel like peace is a work in progress. I think most of us think of peace as um, at the effect of outside circumstances. And I think what, what does that the effect mean? At the effect of means your outside circumstances will affect your ability to have peace. And what you're saying is it shouldn't matter what the outside circumstances are. You can have peace within chaos. You could have peace within confusion. Completely. You could have peace within emotional expression. I think chaos and confusion are often just it's a belief system rather than the truth about what's happening. Like we can really, there are things that you can, I mean, we can definitely, this is almost like a philosophical question because obviously you can state your point on either side and, and make a valid point. It's not about winning this. It's just about like when I am feeling not peaceful, instead of blaming the outside world or saying it's just, you know, it's these people or it's because it's this time of year or it's because I haven't seen the sun, all those things may contribute. But I think our responsibility is what am I doing to contribute to my own peace? Like I have to take responsibility for the fact that what what kind of news am I watching in the morning? What am I looking at on Facebook? What am what kind of arguments am I getting in? What kind of things am are am I allowing to frustrate me? What am I dedicating my time to that maybe I'd prefer not to, that I'm resentful of? Um, What kind of people am I spending time with? Toxic people or people that strengthen my spirit? You're the average of the five people you spend the most amount of time with, sweetheart. Say that again because that's super important. You're the average of the five people that you spend the most amount of time with. So if you spent time with the Dalai Lama and four other spiritually enlightened people, then my guess is you're probably going to have some some peace in your world. You will versus yes. if you spend time with five of the most toxic people that you happen to have acquaintance with, then you're probably going to kind of droop down to their level. Well, isn't that just so understandable? Like when you're spending time with people who think of the world as chaotic or always have problems or always in crisis, you're going to be vibrating at that frequency. I mean, I'm just going to get into energy with you guys. You know, we are all vibrations and we're all vibrating at whatever level, at whatever given time for whatever reason. And if you're constantly with people who have chaotic vibration, you're going to pick up on that. And it's got nothing to do with being an empath or being porous or all those things that I always describe myself as. I don't care how empathetic or non-empathetic, you're going to feel their vibration. It's going to bring you down. And chaos and crisis 
are sometimes the only way that, like, for example, right now, if there's something going on in our home that was chaotic or crisis filled, we got to deal with it because this is our most important, you guys are my people. So I'm not going to walk away and say, sorry, I want peace. I'm going to deal with it. But when we have choices outside of our home, like friendships or work situations, we do have choices. That is um, something very intentional that I uh, have done over the last few years, which is uh, I just try to surround myself with positive and like-minded people Mm -hmm. around me. And, um, you know, I started this little breakfast group with some dear male friends of mine just recently. um, And I find myself not calling certain people that I used to call because I just, they're cynical, they're cynics and they're negative, lovely people, but I don't want to spend the majority of my time with people like that right now. I want to surround myself with positive, uplifting people because I don't know, like attracts like. Well, people who make me laugh, people who give me a perspective maybe I didn't have before, people who are great listeners and have balanced conversations where we go back and forth. Um, You know, there's just certain people that you know feel like home. You know, you're just like, this is comfortable and this feels good. But if you walk away from certain, you know, if you go have coffee with someone every Friday and you walk away saying that's like the most miserable hour of my life, why are you doing it? Those are, we've talked about that on the show. Um, That's a term that we have said, uh, which are energy vampires. Vampires. Energy vampires, yeah. You leave a conversation, maybe it's a family member, maybe it's a friend, maybe it's a coworker, but you leave completely depleted. We, I used to have a uh, coworker of mine and you would always know when I was talking to him on the phone. Yes, I would. Because of my energy. It was almost like I could see it being sucked out of Todd. And then Todd would come in the room and he would tell me all these negative things that he never talked about. Right. And I was like, you were talking to blah, blah, blah. Yep, exactly. And I'm like, he was shaping your thinking to look at things this way. And he needs you mm-hmm. because you help reinforce his his stance, like mm-hmm. you, he sucks the energy out of you and that gives him more power. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's, uh, you know, again, this is this, we could talk about that forever, but basically what I'm saying is some things are in your control. Spend time with people who make you feel good about who you are and who make you feel good about the world as a whole. And scrub your Facebook feed. I do that every week or two. Yeah. Um, you know, I read my wall street journal app on my phone to keep updated with the world, but I certainly do not, um, you know, there's so much negativity um, on social media, but there's also so much positivity yeah. on social media, you know, uplift, you know, just Google, um, you know, uplifting websites. There's a million of them. Uplift is one of them, but there's a million of them. Yeah. And then, you you know, you don't want to leave Facebook because the giraffe gave birth today. Yeah. I, what are you talking about, sweetheart? The giraffe gave birth. The Nobody w- knows what you're talking about. April. People know. Nobody April, knows. the giraffe gave birth. She's been walking around pregnant and we've been watching her live. And this is the she, first I've ever heard of it, other really? than you talking about it in the car. Well, she had her baby and the baby is beautiful. What's the baby's name? I don't know. I didn't read enough about it because today we're actually taping this on a Saturday and we haven't really been on our phones or computer much today. Because it's been so nice out. It's so nice out. But the last thing I want to say about peace is a lot of times we believe peace is when other people are doing what we want them to do and we are creating situations and making them happen and then we feel peace. But that's not peace. That's control. And control is- Control, control. You must learn control. Correct. Yoda and control is Master Yoda. You call me. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Um, do you know what the name of the the next Star Wars movie is? The Last Jedi. Oh, did you watch the trailer? I, I sent did. What do you think? It looks a little depressing to me. It looks a little depressing because are they really saying that Rey is the Last Jedi, or are they saying Luke is the Last Jedi? And I think it's what's his name, the guy from Girls, Adam. What's his name in on the show? Um, uh, Matt. Kylo Ren. <laughs> <Matt>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Saturday Night Live fans will understand that. Um, but Kylo Ren actually says in the, you know, we're done with yeah. these Jedi. Yeah. This is over. Um, but anyway, it's depressing. But um, hopefully there's some light in it. Because remember, The Empire Strikes Back, the number two was not very happy at I the know. end. So we may have to deal with an unhappy ending. I got a feeling it's going to end badly. Ugh. But then there's a, there's a third film. Right. So we have to, it's just hard to wait, but it's, I'm glad that it's Ray because it's going to be fun to watch her. Ray's awesome. But last thing is the control thing. You guys controlling other people and controlling circumstances is not peace. Peace is being able to find that sense of calm and contentment, regardless of what's happening around you. And so that is all within your 
you know, that that's for you to practice and will never be perfect, but there are things you may need to eliminate, things you may need to find, things, time you may need to spend away from people, meditation, prayer, um, bike riding, yoga, uh, running, whatever it is to you that brings you peace, bring it into your life. Um, and that's all I got to say about that. What you focus on grows for goodness sakes. Correct. Um, our two partners, Avid Company, painting and remodeling throughout the Chicagoland area, avidco.net, 630-956-1800, Jeremy Kraft. He's a bald-headed beauty. And then Dr. Kelly from the Tree of Life Chiropractic Care. She adjusts my family, our family, mm-hmm. twice a month. And that's chirotree.com. And she's got women, wine, and wellness Yeah, I gave up. you the sheet so you oh, can yeah, read it. There it is. Yeah. Uh, so all you local peeps, women, wine, and wellness, Thursday, April 20th. Feel good on the inside, look good on the outside. It's an evening dedicated to the celebration of women. So Yay. Uh, check I it out. Dr. Kelly. Uh, email to register. Go to office at chirotree.com. And then finally, I am a coach for guys, toddadamscoaching.com. The first session is free. So check me out at toddadamscoaching.com. Guys, I know you can get there without my help, but I can help you get there quicker and get where? Further in your relationships, further in your career, further in your health, further Further in in your consciousness. Parenting. Uh, So check me out on that. Hey, world, check me out. Hey, world. Hey, girl. Um, you ready for my quote of the week? Can I just wrap this up really quick? Wrap it up. So, you guys, if you want to do Zen Talks with us, again, it's $25 per month. It's a subscription, May, June, July, August. Um, join us. Go to zenparentingradio.com. Click on events, and you can just, you'll see it right there. Um, I'm also going to put it on social networking and send it out in our newsletter. But this is basically an opportunity to have three more podcasts a month. Um, and they're more interactive, and obviously we are live. We're going to have fun with it. And uh, obviously the other thing I talked about was the 10,000 um, goal that we have campaign. So share the shows with people, tag people in the um, posts and subscribe on iTunes or write a review and help us focus on the good and help people feel outstanding. That's right. And uh, don't forget uh, to buy Kathy's book. Go to uh, KathyKasaniAdams.com. Or Amazon. Or Amazon. Living what you want your kids to learn. My quote is, oh, um, canvaspeople.com, Mother's Day is coming up, so yeah, good idea. Yeah, it's a good gift, yeah. Uh, my quote is, you cannot be grateful and angry at the same time. Truth. Uh, see you guys next week. Have a good week. Adios. Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you, and we hope you'll join us again next time. If you are a fan of Zen Parenting Radio, consider leaving us a review on iTunes. This helps people find us. Or you can also just tell a friend about our show. Todd and I do speaking engagements about Zen parenting and self-awareness, so if you have an interested group or organization, contact us at kathy at zenparentingradio.com. That's Kathy with a C. Hey, next year's Zen Parenting Conference is March 2nd and 3rd, 2018. If you want to know more about this or any of our upcoming events, go to zenparentingradio.com and click events. If you want to know more about self-awareness or conscious parenting, pick up one of Kathy's award-winning books at zenparentingradio.com or on Amazon. If you're a guy, I have two resources for you. I coach guys. It's called Coaching for Guys. On the phone, Skype, or in person, we set goals together and come up with a plan to meet those goals, whether it's a relationship, parenting, career, time management, work-life balance, all that good stuff. Go to toddadamscoaching.com. And uh, I also have uh, the first session is free, so it's really no risk. Or if you're looking for a group of men to have authentic conversations with, check out the tribemensgroup.com. If you ever shop via Amazon, you can help us out by first going through the Amazon link on our homepage. It won't cost you anything, but we get a small commission from Amazon. I want to give a special thanks to both of our partners, Tree of Life Chiropractic Care and Avid Painting and Remodeling. Thanks for your love and support and keep on trucking.